Welcome back, everybody, to the Get Stoked podcast. My name is Austin Stokel, and I am your host. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday weekend and a very safe and healthy weekend. Uh, This week, we are going to discuss the past bowl games that have already happened, as well as look ahead, such as Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Michigan State, Pittsburgh, which is happening today, Thursday, as well as take a quick look at some of the NFL games that have occurred and look at the wild, wild, wild card race of the NFL. Holy cow, it is a mess because basically there are teams with the same record trying to get in. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be mostly about football today. If we got time, we'll do some basketball as well. Um, But this will be the last episode of of the 2021 year. And let's get right on into it. We're just going to kick things right off here with the bowl games. Uh, I know there's been a a couple cancellations with COVID and all that. uh, Teams dropping out, teams getting switched around. Um, But we're going to kick things off for our um, Saturday, December 25th, uh, which was Georgia State and Ball State. Georgia State winning 51-20 to over Ball State in the Tax Act Bowl. And then Monday, December 27th, uh, we had Western Michigan and Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, where Western defeated Nevada 52-24. to uh, Great performance by Western. Um, very, very good game for Western, really. And then uh, there was another game that day, the Military Bowl, with Boston College and East Carolina, and that was unfortunately canceled due to COVID-19. And then moving on to Tuesday, we had Houston and Auburn in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, where Houston defeated Auburn 17-13. to uh, th- This game, just looking at it on paper, was very mismatched, uh, having Auburn being 6-6 six and six and Houston 11-2 and two going into the season. I have no idea why these two teams were matched. The committees for all this just said, you know what, here, screw it, let's do it. Um, but yeah, Houston won 17 to 13. And then moving on to the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl, we had Air Force against Louisville. Again, a little bit of a mismatched game, uh, even though rankings and overall records don't really matter at this point. Uh, Air Force defeated Louisville 31 to 28. And then in the next game, which is the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech against Mississippi State, Texas Tech defeating Mississippi State 34 to 7. And then going on to the first Big Ten game of the bowl season, we had Minnesota against Western Michigan, or not Western Michigan, West Virginia, where it was 18 to 6 Minnesota win in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, great job for Minnesota, 1 0 in the Big Ten Conference. Uh, then we had the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That is a long name. Uh, where we originally had UCLA versus NC State. Uh, UCLA pulled out last second, basically five hours before the game, uh, leaving NC State kind of furious. And if I were in their shoes, I would be too. Uh, that's kind of a unfortunate move. Uh, very, It's kind of stupid, honestly, to have UCLA pull out last second and say, oh, oh okay, we're going to pull out COVID, sorry. Um. But yeah, unfortunately for NC State, uh, they wanted a kind of the forfeit win, but not, they're not going to get it. So uh, that kind of sucks for them. 
unfortunately. And then we're going to move on to Wednesday, December 29th. So yesterday, uh, we had Oregon and Oklahoma in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma defeating the Ducks 47-32. Just a dominating performance by Oklahoma, uh, given that Lincoln Riley left. A lot of players decided not to play. Uh, and Oregon falling ten to four, ten and four on the season. They they were a early uh, playoff projected team, and playing in the Alamo Bowl, Alamo Bowl is not it's not the worst bowl, but it's it's always been a good bowl for middle ranked teams to play in. Uh, so again, that's forty seven thirty two Oklahoma, and then in the Cheez It Bowl. Oh, I love this game. <laughs> I love that name already. Uh, we had Clemson against Iowa State. Clemson winning twenty to thirteen. I I kind of wanted Iowa State to win this in an upset fashion, uh, but Clemson held on, finishing ten and three, uh, 20, 22 thirteen. And then we have the New Era Pinstripe Bowl: Maryland versus Virginia Tech. Maryland just absolutely manhandling the Hokies for uh, fifty four to ten. In the Pinstripe Bowl, great job, Maryland. Um, great job for Tagovailoa, their quarterback over there. Two is two Tagovailoa's younger brother. Um, but that's two and zero for the Big Ten in the bowl game. Uh, but great job, Terps. And then the Wasabi Fenway Bowl is up next, and unfortunately, that game was also canceled. Uh, that is between SMU and Virginia. Uh, some quick news on Virginia: we actually got a transfer for Michigan from Virginia to play on Michigan's O-line next season. Uh, his name escapes me off the top of my head, uh, but it is a great addition for Michigan's offensive line for next season. So I'm pretty excited about that as we get things rolling here for transfer portals, recruits, and all that good fun stuff. And then today, Thursday, uh, we have a game going on currently that is between Tennessee and Purdue at the time of this broadcast that is the trans perfect music city bowl and at the time of this uh recording tennessee is up 21 to 10 with purdue at the ball with the ball excuse me that is less than 10 minutes to go in the second quarter so purdue has a chance to win this game Uh, we'll see what happens later today when they finish and then a game that happened earlier today was the duke's mayo bowl north carolina versus south carolina South Carolina winning 38-21, to and I believe their head coach, the uh, South Carolina coach, took a mayo bath, which is odd to say already, but yeah, 38-21, uh, to South Carolina. And then tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. on ESPN, we have the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl versus number 10 Michigan State and number 12 Pittsburgh. That is going on tonight. Uh, we will... Get into that here in a hot second. Um, but that was the quick recap for all of the past bowl games. And now we're going to take a look ahead at the big bowl games yet to come. Now moving on to the games ahead. I'd like to briefly update the score for Tennessee-Purdue. It is now 21-13. Uh, Purdue just scored a field goal at the time that this is being recorded. And still second quarter, uh, about 8 minutes, 30 seconds before halftime. Um, but I I think Purdue could definitely pull off this W. Uh, but this game can go either way, just by the looks of it. 
Uh, but now going on ahead, uh, we have a big game tonight, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. on ESPN. That is number 10, Michigan State, versus number 12, Pittsburgh in Atlanta, Georgia. Michigan State is favored three and a half points, and I really do like Michigan State for the, to win this game as much as i rather not say it. But uh, I think Michigan State has much more of an identity than Pittsburgh does. Uh, granted, Kenneth Walker has been the face of Michigan State this season. Uh, Kenny Pickett has been the face of Pittsburgh this season. But I think Michigan State has more weapons and more talent to deal with and to use against Pittsburgh than Pittsburgh does against Michigan State. Uh, Kenny Pickett really kind of was the identity for Pittsburgh, in my opinion. And I, I think without him, him opting out, I think that gives Pittsburgh a much lesser chance of winning. Granted, that could not be the case whatsoever, but this is just my personal opinion on this. Uh, I, I like Michigan State winning this game. I really do. I'd say 38-21 to 21 Michigan State in the Peach Bowl. Um, but again, this could go either way. It's just a prediction. Um, and I see tickets are as low as $13. So if you really want to go down, $13 is what you, what you can get them for. But again... 38 to 21 Michigan State. And then up next, 10:30 p.m. tonight on ESPN, we have Wisconsin versus Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Wisconsin is a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna stick with that. I really do. Wisconsin has looked a lot better at the end of the season than they did at the beginning. I know Arizona State has been one of those dark horse teams that looked like they could win. And they have on occasion. They really have. Um, but I like Wisconsin. I'm going with the Big Ten again. Uh, I, I'd say this could be a, actually a good close game, even though the spread is a little bit wider at 7.5. Uh, let's go 35-28. to 28. Let's keep it a one-score game. 35-28, Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Uh, let's see you guys pull off this dub. And then coming up, Tomorrow, which is the big Friday, we have two of the big playoff games, Michigan and Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama. But we have a we have quite the slate of games for Friday. Uh, kicking things off at 11 a.m. is number 17, Wake Forest against Rutgers. If you remember, Rutgers was just brought in as a bowl team. Uh, I can't remember who they're. Wake Forest was originally playing. Um, but Rutgers is now their opponent in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. This is at 11 a.m. on Friday. Wake Forest is a 16-point favorite. Woof. Um, I got to go with Wake Forest on this one. Uh, I, I'm not going to go against the spread as much as I want to say Rutgers could win this game. They could. They really could. But Rutgers is one of those teams that looked promising in one game and then inconsistent in another. Uh, Wake Forest has, they've looked good. They really did. Uh, they defeated Clemson, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong on that. Uh, they they did lose to Pittsburgh in the ACC title game. Uh, but considering how Wake Forest has played all season, I got to go with Wake Forest. I 45 to to 17 is what I'm going to go for. Wake Forest, 45, Rutgers, 17 in the Gator Bowl. Then up next at noon is Washington State versus Central Michigan in 
Tony the Tiger Sunbull. Man, these where do they come up with these names? I'm just I'm just like so surprised by some of these bowl game names. Uh, Washington State is a seven-point favorite against Central Michigan. Uh, you know, I could definitely see Central Michigan winning this game. I'm going to go against the spread on this one. I'm going to say this is a three-point game, 31-28 to 28 in Central Michigan's favor. I do know a couple buddies on Central Michigan's team, so I'm going to go with the Chippewas. Fire up chips, 31-28. to 28. And then on to the big games of the day. Starting at 3.30 p.m. ESPN, number four Cincinnati against number one Alabama in the Cotton Bowl. Alabama's a 13.5-point favorite. Uh, if you remember last year, Cincinnati actually played Georgia. I believe it was the Sugar Bowl. Uh, I definitely could be wrong on that, uh, but I have to look back and check. Um, it was a close game, but I think Cincinnati is severely underrated. Uh, they can definitely hold on with Alabama. I really do believe that. Are they going to win? Probably not. I, you know, I have to go with Alabama on this one. They've just been a good team. They're always a good team. It's Nick Saban. It's Alabama. It's Roll Tide. So I got to go with this one. I do think it's going to be a closer game than you think. It's not going to be as close as a three-point difference. Uh, but I say at the absolute minimum, seven. At the max, you could go from 21 points and beyond, really. It could be an absolute blowout of a game. And then if if it does come to that, a lot of people will say, oh, Cincinnati's not that good. Ooh, they're undefeated. Ooh, they're washed. You know, they proved that they belong. They beat a good ranked Notre Dame team. Granted, that's their only ranked team. Uh, they did beat... They beat everyone on their schedule. They beat a ranked Houston team to get here. Uh, they've been top 10 all season. And their offense and defense has proven to hold on, hold their own. And honestly, I Desmond Ritter could really be the difference maker in this game. Even though Bryce Young's the Heisman winner, he's good. Don't get me wrong. And... I I want to see Cincinnati upset Bama. I really do. I think the whole country wants to see Cincinnati upset Bama. Um, I think at this point, I think everyone's just tired of Bama being in it year after year. Um, and Alabama fans, they have such high expectations. Like, oh, you should be undefeated every year. If you lose one, oh, you guys suck. But Alabama, they're good, regardless if they have one loss. And that was against Texas A&M earlier this year. Um. Honestly, I have to go with Bama. I'd say let's go with 31-21. That that's a pretty good score, I'd say. Um it could be it could be a blowout. It could be a close game. Cincinnati could definitely win. Um but will they? I don't think so. I but like I just said Cincinnati I'm rooting for you even though I'm saying Alabama's going to win. I would love to see the upset. I really would. But I think Desmond Ritter is going to be the big difference maker. And I know there was a couple transfers from Bama that went to Cincinnati too. Um, uh, let You know, I, this is going to be a good game no matter what. Cincinnati deserved this spot. Uh, I don't think anyone else should be here. Uh, whether that was Baylor, Notre Dame. Notre Dame should, should not 
be even in the conversation, but they're not. Cincinnati's here. They're here to stay. I'm not going to say that they're washed after this game if they lose. I'm going to say, you know what? They fought hard. They deserve this spot. They're going to come back next year, hopefully in the top 25 team. They're going to be a top 25 team next year. I'm going to put that out there right now. Um, But Bama, 31-21. to And then on to my personal favorite, Michigan versus Georgia in the Orange Bowl. This is at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN in Miami. Georgia is a a 7.5-point favorite. I'm going with Mason Blue. I got to go with my team. Michigan, I think, is going to win this one. Is is it going to be a close game? Absolutely. Um, even though Georgia is a 7.5-point favorite, Michigan has a better run game. Defensively, I'd say Georgia is better. They've, they looked very good this season, but they've played mediocre SEC teams all season. They have not played a team like Michigan. They didn't play Alabama until the title game, and... Frankly, they got swamped. They got walloped. And the, they their defense did not... I don't think they were prepared for Bryce Young to basically light them on fire. <laughs> and that was the game to decide. Uh, Bryce Young being the Heisman, I guess. Um, but Michigan's... I think Michigan's offense is better. Having that double quarterback rotation is going to be key. Having both Haskins and... Corum in it's going to be key having the freight train of Haskins plow through that defensive line and then Corum just taking off like a cheetah I think that's going to be a key difference maker Uh, I I know there's rumors spreading around or swirling around in the rumor mill that Daxton Hill did not make the trip down Uh, I can't confirm anything I really can't Uh, but I did hear that Daxton Hill is coming down I don't know if that's 100% certain. Don't quote me on this. But we, I think we need him. Uh, but I think there are guys that can step up and take his position. I really do. I think Michigan is well off, no matter what position. Um, Aiden Hutchinson's in. This is a game that he was not going to miss. Uh, absolutely not. He wasn't going to miss the game. He wasn't going to miss the Big Ten Championship. He's not going to miss this game. And if Michigan advances, he's not going to miss the championship game because it is it is the championship game, whether that's against Cincinnati or Alabama, most likely Bama. I think Michigan is I, – I really do think they can win this game. If the offensive scheme has been going just as well as any game this season, especially against Ohio State, if Michigan can play against Georgia like they did against Ohio State, I think they'll be fine. I really do. I think Michigan can just absolutely shut down Georgia. Uh, I know um, Bennett is going to be playing. Uh, he, you know, he looked he looked average to me this season. I'm I'm not gonna lie. He looked pretty average to me. It was basically all Georgia's defense against mediocre SEC teams. Uh, granted, they were ranked at the time, and they truly did not play a team like Alabama. I know I said that already, but. I am putting it down seven point difference, minimum three. I'm going to say 35 to 28 Michigan. Um, I, I got to go with the maize and blue. I really do. Michigan. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Michigan defensively are, they're good. Georgia's 
basically got the number one defense in the country. They've just walloped every team that they played other than Alabama. Uh, but Michigan's offense, they they play well with the scheme that they have. They really do. And if Georgia's a lot like Ohio State, they'll be fine. I really do. So I'd say 35-28, Michigan, go blue. Let's get this game. Let's get this road win. Let's go on to the national championship. Then the last game of the day for Friday, uh, unfortunately it was canceled, is the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Uh, This originally had CMU against Boise State. I think Boise State bailed out, though. So then Central Michigan's playing Washington State. I said that a couple minutes ago. But uh, Barstool, I think, is salty because I looked on Twitter earlier today and they're complaining about so many bowl games that not a lot of people are playing or not watching, excuse me. And one of the comments said, you're still salty about your, uh, your, your bowl game being canceled, I see. And I thought that was kind of funny. Granted, uh, not everyone's going to watch all the bowl games, but people are going to tune in. But what people are looking at now is the college football playoff, which is happening tomorrow night. And I think with all these bigger games, such as the New Year's Six, uh, which we'll get into right now, uh, kicking things off, which is Penn State and Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. Arkansas is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, if Penn State is healthy, they will win this game, uh, which I think I think they're healthy at this point, with Sean Clifford being in. Um, but Arkansas is only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So this game could really go either way. Um, I want to go with Penn State. I really do. Uh, it's going to be a close game. 34-31 Penn State. Go Nittany Lions in the Outback Bowl. And then uh, at 1 o'clock on ESPN is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, you know, Notre Dame's a two-point favorite. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. This is a toss-up for me, honestly. I This is probably the first time today that I just don't know who to pick. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame's a two-point favorite, but this game can go either way. Like, my goodness. I have no idea who to pick. I, You know, let's go with Oklahoma State just for kicks and giggles. Oklahoma State, 28. Notre Dame, 24. Uh, this is, this is going to be a very good match. This is probably one of the better matchups that I've seen, honestly. I'm kind of surprised. Um, yeah, Oklahoma State, 28. Notre Dame, 24. Let's, let's, let's take that bet. Big 12 for the win. Then again at 1 o'clock on ABC, uh, the Oklahoma State Notre Dame is on ESPN. We got number 15 Iowa against number 22 Kentucky in the Verbo Citrus Bowl. Kentucky is a three-point favorite. Granted, now that I've seen Iowa play this season, I can tell you that their defense has been good up to the Big Ten Championship where Michigan just ran all over them. Great game, by the way, that Big Ten Championship for Michigan. Uh, you know, I can see Kentucky win this game, but I can also see Iowa winning this game if Iowa executes everything perfectly. Um, you know, let's. I'm gonna stick with Iowa on this one. It's gonna be another close game, or it could be a blowout. With, and again, that's for any of these games. It could be closer or a blowout. Uh, let's go, thirty-eight to twenty-one, Iowa, uh, in the Verbo Citrus Bowl, and then. Our next game on the docket is at 5 o'clock p.m. on ESPN. Number 11, Utah, 
versus number six, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Personally, I'm excited for this matchup. I wanted Utah from the beginning to go to the Rose Bowl. I really did not think Oregon was going to make it. Uh, Ohio State is a four-point favorite. I believe Olave is out, as well as another wide receiver for Ohio State. Considering how Utah has played twice against Oregon, I got to go with Utah. Utah has been absolutely dominant against Oregon twice. Twice. I think Utah is going to win this game. Uh, they've played so well all season. They are only 10-3. Uh, ranked number 11, Pac-12 champs. Let's go Utah. 42-35. to 35. Actually, no, I take that back. 42-28, to 28, Utah. I think they can run the table just like they did against Oregon. And, you know, 42-28. Let's go with it. Go Utes. Go Utah. I'm going to go against Ohio State on this one, even though I kind of want a lot of the Big Ten teams to win. But, you know, Pac-12, let's go. 42-28. Then at 8.45 on ESPN is number 7 Baylor versus number 8 Ole Miss in the All-State Sugar Bowl. This game is probably the closest game I've ever seen this season. Uh, It is one and a half favorite for Ole Miss. This game can go either way. Uh, This is another toss-up for me. Uh, Just like Oklahoma State and Notre Dame, this game is another toss-up. You know, Baylor, Big 12 champs, Ole Miss, they've been good. I'm going to go with Baylor on this one. I really am. I don't know why Ole Miss is favored, but they are. Uh, I I like Baylor in this game. They've proven to play very well. They have three top 15 wins this season, so I'm surprised that they're not favored. Uh, let's go Baylor. 45 to 21. Baylor, go Bears. Sick them. 45-21, Baylor. Then on Tuesday, January 4th, we have LSU versus Kansas State in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Kansas, excuse me, the microphone malfunction. Kansas State is a three and a half point favorite over LSU. Uh, I'm going to stick with Kansas State. Kansas State. Uh, you know, this this game could go either way for me too. Some of these bowl games are just absolutely ridiculously well matched, well placed. And this game probably isn't any any exception. Uh, let's go with Kansas State. Three and a half point favorite. I'm going to say 31 to 24. Even though it's going to be a little bit l- longer than the spread. 31-24 Kansas State. Uh, let's. I'd like to see the Wildcats win over LSU. I know Coach O, he's got his run. Um, Brian Kelly's coming into that program to possibly turn things around. We'll see. Uh, but I'd like to see Kansas State. So we'll we'll see. Thirty four twenty one. Then on Monday, January tenth, we have the national championship presented by AT and T. Uh you know, I could honestly see Michigan and Alabama in this game. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Michigan, Alabama, close game, uh, three-point difference, Michigan. I think Michigan is very well – they're well-rounded. Alabama's well-rounded too. But I think considering how Michigan has just been absolutely dominant on all sides all season, Michigan. 
I have to go with them on this national championship prediction. It it could go so many ways. It really could. Uh, let's go 35-31 to 31 Michigan in Lucas Oil Stadium where they did win the Big Ten championship. Uh, that's my prediction, 35-31 Michigan over Alabama. We shall see what happens tomorrow night. And then another cancel game. Oh, I forgot I forgot about this one. Uh, this is a cancel game between Memphis and Hawaii. Uh, the early post-Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii backed out with COVID-19 cases. And uh, this would have been a fun game to watch, honestly. Uh, but this game was canceled. This was supposed to be played on Christmas Eve. But this game was canceled. And that is a wrap for all these bowl games coming up tomorrow and what's happening currently. Shifting gears now to the NFL. Uh, can we? Can I just stop for a second and just say how ridiculous the playoff hunt is? Seriously, there is like six or seven teams with the same record all trying to get one spot, which currently Baltimore holds. And there's a good amount of games coming up, such as Atlanta, Buffalo. Buffalo could win that game. Uh, Kansas City at Cincinnati, that will be a game to watch. That is at 1 o'clock on CBS. And then, uh, let's see, Tampa Bay at New York. Excuse me, L.A. Rams at Baltimore. That will be a good game. I'm going for the Rams on that one. Uh, Quick note for the Rams. They're just absolutely so good. Like, they're loaded on all fronts. Like, what's not to love? You got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Von Miller on defense. OBJ, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford on offense. What's not to love about the Rams? Matt Stafford, former line. If the Rams go to the Super Bowl and win, I'm I'm going to buy a Matt Stafford jersey at the end of this if they win. That is my promise. And then uh, Arizona at Dallas. Dallas has been red hot lately, so i got to go Dallas on that one. That is at 425 on Fox on Sunday. Detroit at Seattle. Two non-contending teams. i got to go Seattle. Uh, they're, my second, they're my secondary team behind the Lions. Go Seahawks. Uh, 425 on Fox, but honestly, Detroit could win that game too. They really could. Then Minnesota at Green Bay at 820 on NBC. Go Pack Go, as much as I really don't want to say it, but Go Pack Go. Green Bay is going to win that game against Minnesota. Uh, There's a lot of good games. A lot of huge playoff hunt, honestly. Um, I'm so surprised by all of this, really. And I... There's just no telling who's going to get in, who's going to get out. And I can't really tell for certain who's going to be in, who's going to be out in the playoff picture. I I just can't tell you. I really can't. I know that Dallas, Green Bay, and Tampa all clinched. I think Kansas City also clinched. Uh, Looking at the wild card. We got Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Denver. Are you guys? Are you kidding me? Literally, I have no idea. I I could see the Chargers going. I could see Miami going. Shoot, I forgot about Miami. Uh, There's just a lot of teams. In, like, what the heck? I I'm kind of speechless by how rough 
the divisional wild card is. I'm like, holy cow. I'm looking at this going, you, they're out of their minds. How are they going to choose? I think it just comes down to win-loss record over what team. And then looking at the NFC, so Green Bay clinched, Dallas clinched, the Rams got the playoff berth, Tampa clinched, Cardinals clinched a playoff berth, given that they've been on a three-game slide, basically. Um, so it's basically between San Francisco, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Atlanta, New Orleans. Really? Wow, okay. Uh, I'd say between the top three, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Minnesota, San Francisco and Philly have the best chance. Minnesota, I think they're going to lose, so they will drop down a spot. But my goodness, this playoff hunt is insane. If you guys looked at this, honestly, it is mind-blowing. Like, my head is about to explode by looking at this. It is wild. As in, the wild card is wild. The playoff hunt is wild. This playoff is going to be insane. Like, I think Kansas City could go on to the AFC Championship. Cincinnati could go on to the AFC Championship. Uh, Green Bay is going to go. I think it's going to be Green Bay-Dallas, honestly. I could see Green Bay winning over Dallas again. But it also could be the Rams. You never know. Um, but like I said, this wild card hunt is going to be absolutely nuts. Uh, but I would like to see what happens at the end of it. So stay tuned for Sunday for all of these games. Just a quick note here. Uh, as many of you know, a couple of days ago, the NFL legend John Madden uh, passed away unexpectedly on the 28th. Uh, I'd just like to say that John Madden is he's basically an icon for the NFL. Uh, with the Madden games for the younger generation like myself, uh, him in broadcasting and being a head coach for the Raiders, uh, he was truly an amazing person, a great coach, great broadcaster, and uh, his legacy will live on through the greatest video game of all time with the Madden games, through the NFL, and of course through football. Uh, so Coach Madden, you will be deeply missed, and thank you for everything that you've done for the game of football. Just to quickly change gears again, uh, earlier this year, a couple weeks ago, I said that Steph Curry is going to hit the 3,000 mark before the All-Star break. Uh, yeah, he hit it Yes, he hit it yesterday. Like, he hit 3,000, 3,000 threes already. So I'm, I'm mind-blowing. Congrats, Steph. You are basically a, a huge influence on the league right now. You are, he is insane. 3,000th career three-pointer. That was, excuse me, two days ago he hit that. Uh, I said before the All-Star break, I really should have said before the new year. I, <laughs> I should have. Uh, that was my mistake. But Steph Curry is basically just absolutely dominating right now. The Warriors are dominating. Uh, congratulations, Steph Curry, for hitting 3,000 career threes. You are on an absolute tear. Every three-point he makes is a record, no matter what. No one's going to come close. Like, absolutely no one. I am just absolutely shocked and mind-blown on how good Steph Curry is at the three. He did it in half the games of that um, 
Reggie Miller did. Or Ray Allen, excuse me. And I'm just at a loss of words on how good Steph Curry is at making threes. Uh, every, like I said, every three he makes is going to be a new record. No matter no matter what he does. If he sits out for the rest of the season, he's still going to hold the record. No one's going to even touch him. No one's going to touch this record ever. It's like, it's like the 100-point game. No one's going to touch it. No one's going to come close. Kobe did with 81. Some people did with 60, but no one's going to hit 100 points. No individual player is going to hit 100 points. And no individual player is going to hit 3,000 threes unless there's just some absolute beast of a person that comes out of the college or the G League and just absolutely decimates everybody just from long-range, complete accuracy. Um, But, you know, congratulations, Steph. You continue to inspire and and just shock everybody on and off the court. Really, you do. Congrats again, Steph. That is all I have for you today. Best of luck to all the bowl games coming up and to the NFL on Sunday. But we shall see what happens later tonight with Michigan State and Pittsburgh as well as Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama tomorrow. I'm truly excited for what's to come, ladies and gentlemen. Go Blue. Happy New Year. This will be the last episode of 2021. We will see you in the new year. And stay tuned for a special guest coming up next year. I will not say who, um, but I am truly excited to have this person along with me coming in for one of my episodes uh, sneak peek coming soon i will reveal that coming up later but again go blue happy new year we will see you next year